I'm preaching to you on a subject. Breakthrough. Hallelujah. Amen. Breakthrough. Amen. Amen. Breakthrough. Oftentimes we've heard people say that I've had a breakthrough. I received breakthrough. And I ask simply, how did it come about? What do you even call that breakthrough? I want to preach to somebody this morning who is going to prepare yourself to receive that reality called breakthrough. I would be. You see, breakthrough scripturally has not got any specific definition. I would be. But by reason of the few encounters and experiences we've had in life, we can say that this person had had a breakthrough. And our definitions may differ from one person to the other. But I say that breakthrough is more of being able to go through what others stop. Hallelujah. Amen. It's like there is a locked gate in life. And about a thousand people that were in line or in a queue about to get to the next end of that gate all returned because the gate was not opening up to them. I mean me. But for you, you get there and you were able to break the door through. Hallelujah. You were able to sail through and get to the other side. All we can say is that you've had a breakthrough. I mean me. Yes. All that can be said is that you broke it through. It's like you've broken barriers, you've broken limitations, and you are going to the next level. Hallelujah. Breakthrough. You've been able to go through what others stopped or failed, succeeded where others failed, go beyond set limits or the status quo. In life, some families and some generations, they have set limits. Are you with me? Yes. They have set limits. Look, some of us, the family settings we bore or we bear, they were developed out of several reasons. Our great grandfathers, out of spiritual and then Voodooism incantations, choose things. I knew a girl whose brother gave her a name in the northern language, and the name has to mean that not until you are worshiped me as your father, you never succeed in life. And the girl decided to be a Christian. They prayed for her, but today she's come back to be a Muslim and she's doing war. So you see, somebody has set status, somebody has set limits that. This is how far you can go in life. But the moment you are able to go beyond that, we'll say you broke it through. Look, it is not right by the determinations, by the arithmetics, that you should go beyond that past limit. But you were able to make it. You broke it through. You sold through. Look, they may say to you that you are not supposed to succeed in this life. As a matter of fact, you are not deserving of any glory like that. But divinely, something happens and you move to the next level. You've broken through. 
beautiful. For instance, if a lady is able to go to labor and return with a child in a family where nobody is having a child, what do we say? She's broken through. Are you with me? She has been able to go into labor and return by that family. When everybody gets pregnant, they go and they don't return. In some families, ladies don't even marry. But guys marry leader. It is that there is a set limit. But with your determination with God, you have been able to marry, stay married, and continue to marry. When people look at you, they should be able to say that, or the only indication is that you are broken through. You are broken limits. You are broken barriers. Hallelujah. That is why some of them will say that in this family, it is a lie. Who said it? Who is that? Oh, that! Who is the one that has purpose and plan to your life? But I want to tell you, you can break through. Hallelujah. You go through places. Look, do you know that in some families in Africa, I mean, in some families in Africa, in some families in our localities, some people are not able to go to universities. Are you with me? Some people, they even go to school, but they fail at the end of the day. But look, when it gets to your turn as a believer, you are able to go on and succeed in that very thing. Is somebody here? Hallelujah. Every standard that is yet set that doors shouldn't be open has to be opened. But I want to share with you what makes breakthroughs happen in life. You see, sometimes we don't know what makes breakthroughs happen in life and we keep sitting down that it's going to happen. The first thing I want to share with you is capacity or value. Hallelujah. Amen. Capacity or value. When you read the book of 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 15 to 21, verse 15 to 21, Samuel wrote about David and he said that this young man David had no merit of going to serve in the house of Saul, the king. I repeat. He had no merit of God getting there. He had no qualification of getting there probably. But what happened was that David had what would take him to go to the place that others couldn't go to. Because when they look at that jurisdiction, where old men, where people who had gotten degrees, were people who are very old enough that Saul could have called to come and serve in that capacity. But one day, Saul was troubled with an evil spirit. The Bible said that, and now the Lord sent an evil spirit to torment Saul, and Saul said, Now look for me a man that could play the harp for me 
position that has been determined for you. What you carry. Are you getting me? You see, what happens to us many of the times that what we desire never happened to us is that we have designed but have not prepared for it. I hope you get it right. Are you with me? But if you really want to break the limits, what you should do is that get a value. Get yourself prepared. Is somebody listening to me? Maybe your father ended a drug pusher by a taxi driver. And you are determined that I want to become a medical doctor. Don't go sleeping on your bed. Thinking that there is going to come a time that somebody will lift you and will put you at a theater to perform a, a, an operation. It is never going to happen. Yes. Irrespective of the amount of prophecies and oils put on you, it will never happen. Are you here with me, somebody? It is never going to happen. What needs to happen is that you need to have a capacity. The book of Proverbs chapter 18 verse 16 says that a man's gifts shall make room for him. Ah. A man's gifts shall do what? Make room for him. Look, it's like you are about to get to this place and this is what diamond and gold and things are the prosperity is. And as you are going, there is a barrier here. And when you go there, it's, it is just like getting to the airport. Are you here with me? Some people have gone to the airport and they were rejected to go home. Some others have gone there and the only thing they will ask you is, what is your visa? Are you here with me? Your value or capacity is like a visa. It's like a license that gives you an usher into the blessings you are looking for. You break through. And when others have gotten there, they didn't go far. Your, 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 your capacity, your value, what you are possessed of, gives you the right to enter into it. You see, one thing you have to know is that the blessings of God or the breakthrough, when God is lifting you somewhere, He's not lifting you there to shame you, but He's lifting you there to sustain you and to take you to the next level. I will be. So the Lord is not going to take you somewhere that you can't be sustained. One thing I've told people all of the time is that some of the time the Lord doesn't bring us certain blessings in life because He knows that when I give this blessing to this girl, she can't contain it. Ah. I will be. She can't contain it. She can't contain it. But when I give it to this person, that is how two people can be sitting and the other one will be blessed and the other one will be sitting down. Okay, yeah, for me, it is not true. She had the capacity. Mary had the capacity to be chosen. Hallelujah. Capacity for your family. You see, many of the time people find favor in the sight of others because of what they carry. When I was preaching on favor, I told, I said that favor is like a glove. I repeat, it's like a garment you are putting on. And somebody looks into your face and sees beyond your current situations. The person sees the future. Ah. You see, that is why some of the times then, you can see a very young man at the roadside who is begging for arms or begging for money. And then somebody is driving past and saying, what is your name? From today, I want to adopt you. And in the future, that person becomes a lawyer. And you'll be like, 
roadside. But people walk through them, go to the market, go and pick a very good one. Even in the market, there are several bottles, but there is a particular one you are looking for because of its usefulness. The only pay empty. Are you ready? Yes. yes. You are like a bottle, and nobody is going to select you just because you are present. But they will select you because of your value. They will select you because of your capacity. That thing that is in you. Men look for what you can carry. You, you carry. You carry. Are you? Or men will look for you when what you carry can solve their problems. Are you? Men will look for you when what you carry can solve their problems. Fever. Capacity. Look, fever is divinely ordained, but fever also comes in our lives because of what we carry. with somebody and then while you are concentrating on other things he's concerning himself with political issues he's concerning himself with political issues I mean, yes. and before you realize as a politician picks him up within two years he's a minister of state he's become rich because he has something that the politicians are looking for look there are some people Right from the university campus, the politicians go knocking on their door. We want you as a party representative. We want you in the test schools. We want you in the teams. Because they know that this person has their oratory skills, can speak, can make pronouncements on behalf of this political party. Ah, is somebody hearing me? Nobody goes to the market to go and look for empty or useless bottles. Be useful. I'm here to tell you, be useful. Amen. I hear you. Yes. If you really attend a couple of interviews or have served as a panel host, one of the current questions we keep asking is, what can you do? I hear you. The fact that you go to university does not mean that we should select you. What can you do? Are you me? Or someone asks you, what are you bringing on board? What are you coming to do here? The next thing that happens is you're anointed. Number two things that makes you to have a breakthrough in life is you're anointed. The anointing of God upon your life. First Samuel chapter 63. Bible said that. Before David would have the capacity to be taken into the house of Saul, he needed the anointing of God. This is what happened. Bible said that one day, Samuel was sitting there, the prophet Samuel was sitting there, and the Lord came to Samuel and told him that, take the anointing oil, go and anoint my servant David, or go to the house of Jesse, the black man. You find a young man, anoint him. I will be. And when Samuel went, he anointed David. Now David, after the anointing was just sitting there, the next thing will happen. They anointed. The Bible says that in the first Samuel chapter 16, verse 3, and Samuel did want that which was good in the sight of God. And Samuel called for to the sacrifice, and I will show thee what thou shalt do. 
And someone went there. He called the sons of Jesse. Verse 13 says, And Samuel took the horn of oil. Ah! And anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. He took the horn and anointed David. The anointing oil, don't despise it. Are you ready? Young men, as you are in church, one of the reasons why people are going to give you privileges is because of what is in you. You are seen a certain disposition of grace upon your life. Is somebody hearing me? Yeah. The anointing. In, in the book of Psalm, uh, the, the book of Psalm number 89, verse 20 to 25, the Lord said, I found David, my servant. Psalm 89. I found David, my servant. That's when he says, I found David my servant with my holy oil have anointed him with whom my hand shall be established. My arm also shall strengthen him. Listen to what he said. Because of the anointing, look, look at what he said. The enemy shall not exalt upon him. Now the son of wickedness afflict him and I will beat down his enemies before his face. And plague them that hate him. Do you hear that? And plague them that hate him. You see, when the Philistines always come against the Israelites, what happens is that the Israelites, in many instances, they run away because they were afraid of one man, Goliath. Is it Goliath or Goliath? Anyone? It depends on where you have your primary school. I went to Saito. Goliath. Goliath to come and stand there in a gigantic form like a two-story building. Of first and ground floor and second first floor combined. The man was standing very tall. And when all the Israelites were standing, they were like ants under him. And when they see him, the only thing they can be thinking about is that this man, even when he's walking, he can be stamping us. He will stampede us. So they'll keep running away. I know. But when the anointing of God came upon David, the Lord says, I found David my servant. With my holy oil, I have anointed him. I will beat so down his enemies before him. People run away from Goliath. But when David saw Goliath, what did he do? He broke through. He killed him. He didn't kill him because he was careful in throwing the shell. He killed him because the anointing of God was upon him. So he broke through the limitation. Look, do you know the number of times Goliath had tormented Israel? And some of us, that is how the situation is in our lives. We are like the Israelites who were facing the Philistines. And the Philistines are Goliaths in our lives. And anytime we get to that barrier, we go back. But the Lord anoints one person and he breaks through. Ah, the day David was able to bring down the light when he saw the joy of Israel. I mean, the joy of Israel was beyond non comprehension. Look, quickly, the women be 
began to celebrate. Hey, David has killed his ten thousand. And Saul killed his thousands. They began celebrating David. A young man. His senior brothers who are in the army went to, went to the war front to meet Goliath with the army of Israel. They went standing behind. Some of them holding their bow and arrow. They didn't even know who would shoot first. Because if you dare shoot and the Philistines see that you are the one who shot, they won't do anything. They will call for you and slaughter you. So Goliath said, do you think I'm a dog? I'm not a dog. I've killed people before. Look at you, small boy. But he didn't know what the man was carrying. The man was carrying something that could make him overcome him, irrespective of his supernatural powers or progress. I mean, the anointed. Those of us who don't take the things of God for seriousness, the anointing of God upon our life for seriousness, from early ages, pastors have put their hands and prayed for you. You didn't know. In your family, when they get back to people, they were dying. But you succeeded. You've broken through. Do you know how many people they get birth to before giving birth to me? About six, they all died. So my brother, the one that followed the rest is called Adubo. In other words, his local name is Bola. When they get back to him, I was told some days they had to take my brother and go and leave him on the Bola for some days. It's a tradition they have to perform. So that the gods will say that this one has been rejected, so we will not kill him. But for me, when they get back to me, nobody gave me everything. They gave me Patrick. Yes. And that's how My elder sister, who I buried in 2018, her name was Anibabo. The ground is finished. I was told that my father had given birth to 18 children, 12 died with level 6. You see, we broke through because look, there were limitations set. Things that were determining whether you are going to survive or not. But here we come. Is the Lord. Because of what some of us carry. God cannot allow you to die. I hear you. Because of what God places on your life, He makes it possible for you that the places you should have been returned, you are able to walk through. You didn't hear what I'm saying. The places you are, you are supposed to be rejected and to be turned back, you are given the opportunity to walk through. That is why when your parents were broke before they gave back to you, when they came back to you, they must begin to become rich. That they should be able to pay your school fees. That you should be able to become what God wants you to become. Hallelujah. Beside the tides, beside the storms, I found David, my servant, with whom my anointing shall be, my, my heart shall be exalted. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The anointing of God places an indication upon your life which opens the eyes of your helpers to come for you. Are you hearing me? The anointing of God. It places an indication upon your life. Desires. Are you hearing me? Because it is only through the anointing you can break the barriers in life. Uh, uh, okay. 
Have you heard, heard about the story of Esther? Esther, none of the Jews that were living in Dana were permitted to come close to the house of the king Asasaurus. And the king and his people, Haman, were planning how to execute the Jews. But when uh, the Lord will make a way, when the Lord has been able to orchestrate for the sacking of Vashti, when Vashti was sacked, about a hundred virgins were selected for the king to go in unto them and to choose, make his choice. Then Esther was brought. The king had rejected almost all the virgins. Then Esther came. And the king's Bible said that. And Esther found favor in the sight of the king. Because, you see, the Jews were not supposed to come close. At the point, they just wanted to take rid of them. But somebody has to break through for others to survive. Are you with me? Somebody has to break through for others to survive in this life. So I start there the seal. She broke You see, the anointing of God is the garment one which gives you strength to press on. Give you acceptance where others were rejected. I hear you. It gives you strength to press on. You see, in this life, there are frustrations. Do you know that? I hear you. There are frustrations. There are frustrations. Ah. Blah, blah, blah. There are frustrations. Look, ask some people. In some families, there are no helps. There is never a support. But they were determined to go to school. They were determined to make it. And I'm telling you, they ended up rejoicing. I hear you. They ended victorious. And you know what? In all these struggles, God made provisions. Look, when you are broken through it, one man's breakthrough is the beginning of other man's blessings. Are you ready? Yes. When you are able to break through, it creates the premise or the beginning for the blessings of others. Ah. Look. <laughs> it's like they say there is food behind the wall. And the wall is the, the wall is the barrier. And you are all desiring to go and eat the food. Then you are standing. Then you are found the way through. And the walls break down. Uh, or it's like they tell you that this town, it is just like the Tukwata Do you know the Tukwata I prophesied the Tukwata The two lepers who the prophet came and told the people that tomorrow by this time there will be a bountiful of food in the land. They say, hey, young man, you are telling us lies. They broke through. Look, look, let me tell you. Many of the times, eh, eh, many of the times, they can tell you that in your family, when you go to this place, they reject people. Somebody can tell you, oh, you, your father has tried severally to be a medical doctor. He has gone for interviews, interviews, interviews. In our family, nobody becomes that. But only you, you've gone and you succeed and they say, hi. What, what made it possible? Some people don't know, say, ah, you are a girl, you go to sleep with the, the, the chief. 
You are a lady, that is right. But maybe it is not true that you've given yourself. It is just because by divine ordination, God has made it possible and decides to break it through. So before you get there, there is greater and something that is going to give the others a reason to say, you are accepted. Go and ask some families how people have filled some entrance exams into universities in the 1940s. Well, before you go to university, you have to write entrance exam. It's going to be frustrating. Then you go. Look, the time you come back, it must go for a whole celebration.
Go, go and think about it. And you know that if there is ever anything you so need, you need the anointing more than even the pastor who is preaching. You need the anointing as a believer. More just or more than even the pastor who is preaching. I'm telling you. In Isaiah, he says that he has chosen a certain part of fasting. And after that part of fasting, Isaiah 58, verse 5 to 12, and after that part of fasting, the anointing is going to come upon you. And when the anointing has come upon you, you build the old places. The next thing that happens, or that causes us to have breakthroughs in life, is salvation. Is somebody here now? Salvation. John 3.16 says that. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever loves in him should not perish but have everlasting life. 17 says that. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, that but that the world through him should be saved. 7 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 says that. Behold, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. The days of rejections have passed. Uh, I'm talking to you that look, you prepare yourself to have a breakthrough. I hear Prepare yourself for it. Prepare yourself not to remain at that stage. Is somebody hearing me? So You need capacity. You need anointing. You need the salvation of God. John 10, 9 to 10. He says that the enemy has come to kill and to destroy. But I have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. Salvation. In Ezekiel 36, as we are using for our politics, he said that, and when these days have gone over and have come, have come. I will call for the corn. I will save you. Come for the corn and increase it. Look. Poverty leaves because of the salvation you have found. Are you hearing me, somebody? Yes. I said what? Poverty is supposed to leave you. You know something? You must become a signpost of God's miracle upon your life. Yes. Comes like you get me. You must become a reference point that God has held his hands through. You see, when it gets saved, it is like God is holding your hands to walk with you, pass through the stages others have been rejected at. I guess what I'm talking about. Salvation. Ah, he said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He leads me to lie down in new pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. Here though, for his name shall I shall fear no evil. Here do I walk through the valley of the shadows of evil. I fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they do what? They comfort me. John, come. John, speak to boy, come. Are you not John? Come. He's John. Nanaya. He's John. You see, the Lord is my shepherd. He has saved you, so he's your shepherd. He's the one shielding you, and he's walking with you. And when are 
rest were going and they got to a certain place. Because they were all alone, they returned. Look, there are some people in the family that didn't do or not because they couldn't have a purpose to do or but the Tell the person that 
behold, if anyone be in Christ, he is a new creature. But all things have passed away, and all things have become new. Yes. Ah, that is why you need to build. That is why you need to build yourself. That is why you need to gather your capacity. Hey, I'm telling you. Look, you need to. You want to be taken to the king's palace. Because you are set to break through. Are you hearing me? Yes. 
You are set to go beyond the barrier. You are set to go a step further. Bible said, Who is he that speaks and it coming to pass if the Lord commanded it? Divine purpose. Divine purpose. Makes you to break through easily.
Don't ever ignore it. So always pray the Lord. Send my people. Send the right people to speak to my helpers. I hear you. Because what they have heard about you will make their decisions based on them. Where is David? When? It's like my ear is playing, I can hear one. When David went to the war front, even carrying the anointing, when he got there, his brother Shama, not me, his brother Shama said, Young man, he said, Bro, what have you come to do here? He said, Oh, I've been sent to bring you food. And then he said, what shall be done to the man who is able to kill this Goliath or this Philistine? So the king said to give this, this one, this one. So I can go. Then his brother will say that we know you. You are a very wicked and stupid boy. The few sheep that have been given to you, you have not been faithful. Imagine this thing getting to the ear of Saul. What would Saul have said? They go here. But David went himself and took Saul. Somebody took Saul. He said, he said, call him for me. He went. Look, look. No matter how anointed and vulnerable you are, if those who are supposed to go ahead of you say bad about you, it will affect the acceptance of you before others. Is somebody hearing me? Is somebody hearing me? If what others are going to say about you is evil, people will build the acceptance of you on that. I'm pleading. And you see, in many instances, the devil can send people ahead of you. They will say things. They will say, I said they will say things. Look, I believe that when King Assassin was examining the virgins, Bible said that there was somebody ordained to polish the virgins in a period, bathing them, doing everything. The king would go to that woman and say, Ah, it's a little. How do you see this one? They will also have given their verdicts. Oh, wait, but imagine when they went, they said, Esther, Namotomubon Rolf. The king will say, I can't marry somebody with a motomubon, I can't do that. So, irrespective of the divine purpose, Esther should break the soul for the Jews to have freedom. Esther will be rejected. I will. Look, don't ignore men. Don't ignore men. Somebody has to go and the one who is able to help you. Look, hasn't been the case that you know a big man who knows a big man who can help you. And you have to go to the big man. Hello, sir. I need a favor. And I think your friend can help me. Can you speak on my behalf? You will see the friend. I hear you. And there are sometimes some people want to help somebody. They have not gotten close to the person, but you go to the friend. Somebody is close to the person. Ah, do you know that boy? 
who they say the father is dead. How is it like? Ah, man. Ministry. I have a personal experience, but I'm not here to preach myself. Destiny helpers always come through men. I hear you. Yes. And the man said, I know David. I know David. Psalm 127, verse 4 to 5. He said that as arrows are in the quiver of a hunter, so are children in the quiver of a man that has has his quiver full of them. I remember. And Bible said, he said that they shall speak for him in the gate. I remember. Yeah. So what happens is that when you have others that can speak for you in the gate, they speak on your behalf for your acceptance. Counselor, you need men. I remember. You need men. We need men. We need men. And 
That's it to define the position of grace in you, which is called value or capacity. The next thing he does is that he anoints you to be able to carry it on. The next thing is that through salvation, the next thing will find purpose and man. <laughs> Don't ignore men. No. Build associations. Build relationships. In business, we call it networking. No people who can speak on your behalf. No. Do you think one day if these small, small boys here have the grades and I'm going to school and I'm ready to do this work and then they are supposed to go somewhere the big phone, big phone and call me, hello, man of God, do you know AKA? I said, yes, it's my son. Accept him, accept him. Look, let me tell you a story. A man of God said, a young man was a lawyer. I hear me. When he had completed law school, listen to me attentively. When he had completed law school, he was trying to set up his own law firm and he was failing. Everything, nothing was working. Then they had a conference. And when they had a had to rest in the house of the Lord, there is joy and peace. When they had had a conference, the man also went. When he went, he had seen one man. And when he went to the man, and then, sorry, bro. When he went to the man, he was working with the man. He said, Sir, I'm trying to set up my own law firm, but things are not working. The man began to ask, How is your family? What have you been eating? You see, the man, the young lawyer, told the senior lawyer that that is not what I'm saying. I'm telling you that I am failing. Help me. The senior lawyer said, How is your wife? How are you your children? The senior lawyer didn't say that I can give you seven steps to become successful lawyers after finishing. He said, then he said, wait, go. When you fail again, then you are destined not to, not to prosper. Just by working with him, all the other lawyers that were there and judges, they were seeing the young man that he had a relationship with that senior lawyer. It's like you are nobody. Are you hearing me? But CJ, the chief justice of Ghana by his lordship, Decides to hold your hand and walk with you even at the presidency alone. Not even take you to his excellency and my kufuado. But I walk with you. Everybody will run to you. Are you looking for something? Yes. Men. I hear you. Men. The recommendations of others. Look. Breakthrough. I hear you. Yes. People recommending you breakthrough. Breakthrough. Is somebody hearing me here? They hold your hand like this. He held his hand. After walking with him, he didn't say that. Look, I've also failed before. I've also tried that and it didn't work before. After walking with him, he said, Go and fail no more. That was the story he said. After that, his story changed. Others began looking for the young lawyer because they know that he had a relationship with the greatest of lawyers. Now, people will even say that for us to go to that lawyer, we need to go through him. They will say that it's also a great mind. I'm telling you, you need men. What are people saying about you? Some of you, you don't know the value of people. Do so, yeah. You are the great man. Just any people that you are working with. If you are working with the, the wish smokers and the vagabonds in there, you say, you don't 
okay. But I'm telling you, somebody is building his judgment on that. Whether they will help you or not. Are you here? Am I preaching well? Am I preaching to somebody? Yes. Breakthrough. Look, don't crack through. Breakthrough properly. Are you hearing me? When you break through, you're supposed to, to be sustained. Man. Man. Who is speaking on your behalf? Uh, if you think I don't need men, I need men. No. I need men. <laughs> As arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are children of the youth. Happy is the man that has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gates. Are you ready? You see, when you have good men who can speak good about you, those who are supposed to help you, they are like arrows that you have to shoot. Are you hearing me? Hey, don't joke with it. Somebody may be ready to give you money. Are you hearing me? All the message that you don't have money is that you have to go. Hey! Have you experienced some before? Yes. How is it so? Look, one day when I was young as a baba with my uncle learning the dream barbary, a man had come from UK. Either he was for truth or for life. Only heaven knows. Are you hearing me? Then the man I had given him a haircut. I said, at times I don't go to the barber shop, I do my thing in my house. I'm a professional barber. And the man had come and I gave him a haircut on three occasions. He went and came back with your girlfriend. You know, you can free, you won't buy friends, you know, the girl will be fiancé and being a bitch, you know, cover. And the man came that I want to take it to UK. The man came to the shop about five times. My uncle said, this one is not going today, he's not going tomorrow. The man came to plead God. My heart was bleeding. My uncle said, this one, when he stands up, he will remove the door, open it. He wants to see what is inside. The man said, for intelligent people that is having heart. The man said, don't mind, this boy is too stubborn. The man went, came back, he said no. When he came back, he said no. Now my father has, my uncle has formed an alliance with the man. The man didn't even mind me. Go and do passport to go and come in here. Are you hearing me? What are this are saying about you, madness? Look, there are some people, I'm being honest, not out of hate, but I can never recommend them for other things. I can't recommend them. I'm talking like a man. I can never recommend them. Breakthrough. Look, you are supposed to go past that set limit. But what is going to cause it? I'm telling you, capacity, value. Man, you need men. You need divine purpose. You need the salvation of God. You need the anointing of God. Salvation. Finally. Divine timing. Are you here? Yes. 
nothing would happen. Would happen to you unless it's heavenly ordained. Bible says that a man can receive nothing except it is given to him from above. True or false? True. Yeah. Nothing will happen to you except it is divine time. It is heavenly ordained and happens in each time. Hallelujah. You see, like I earlier said, I believe that a lot of people might have gotten to the bank of the Red River, wanting to cross, having seen the challenges in Egypt to the other side of the river so that they can have a better life. But the river never parted. It never opened. Do you get me? But when it was time, it opened. Are you hearing me? Divine timing. If it is time, God will do it. That should be your faith. I hear it. When it is time, God will do it. When it is time, God will do it. Look, sometimes eh, we worry too much. The diabol bodoto. The frustration is coming. The diabol bodoto. We cry too much. I'm telling you, I'm assuring you. If it is time, the Lord will do it. Are you hearing me? If it is time, God will do it. So do you know what? Breakthrough shouldn't be seen as just a thing. Get this, I'm telling you. Nobody will go to the market, pick an empty bottle or useless bottle and bring it home. To be used for any other thing. Is somebody hearing me? They will pick the useful ones. The value you carry determines the next level you are getting there to in life. Look, look. Somebody is a footballer. In the family, nobody is rich. Nobody is anything. But you can play very nice football. Cristiano Ronaldo. Today, his whole family, their story has changed. Do you know that? Their father was a poor man. They were all poor people. When he tells you his story, you cry. But one day, one day, he was just playing on the field for justification. And somebody came to see him. The scoring goes. Destiny changed. The brother the for a better choice of three words. The shepherd. Destiny has changed. I would say destiny hasn't changed, but destiny has been aligned, has been restored. Look, value. I see you. You are hoping for breakthrough. What value are you holding? Why can men chase you for you? You see, there'll be a demand on your life only because of what you are carrying. Are you hearing me? Do you know how some people are looking for some medical doctors because of their specialty? True of us. Some lawyers are hot kids. But look, when men have put their spiritualists or their analysis down, can they say that we have found nobody but only me? Hmm. One day, I hear me, the man was arrested and put in prison. You hear me? And when he was put in prison, 
sleep in the house of the king. And they were looking for somebody to interpret the dream. And then somebody came and said, Ah, king, I met somebody in the prison. He interpreted my dream to me. I believe he can interpret yours to me. Instead of prison, he was brought back to the king's palace. What you carry gives you access to where you belong. Are you hearing me? I'm telling you that what you carry gives you access to where you belong. Don't sit down. Learn. Act yourself. And leave the rest to God. Look, a Somebody hearing me.